Infinity Games Podcast. The pants are off. It is time to record. That record button, though. Yeah, dude. Mmm, tasty. Nom, 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 nom. Tell the people what you're nomming on. What I'm nomming on? Nomming, nomming on. What it, what it... What does it count as? Is it Thai food or is it Chinese food? Yeah, the Thai. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with both. It's Asian food. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean to that offend, works. but I'd 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 rather I'd rather paraphrase and say Asian food as opposed to say Chinese or something, and it'd be horribly wrong. It's it's noodle based. It's uh noodle noodle and fried rice. So I mean, do that what you will. Has the appearance of food. Assumedly, you can consume it. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I put it in. I put it in my body, and it gives me the energies. And then the poops. Indeed. Poops is part two. If you if you're not pooping, it means you're not eating, which I feel sorry for you because eating is life. Or you're a Barbie doll and you don't have any holes. True. Which, impressive. Um, Lol. Anyways. <laughs> I'm Jukebox Hero. I'm Kelrick's King. And this is episode 11 of the Infinity Games podcast. If you have Snake any eyes. feedback, if there's anything you want us to listen to, or sorry, rather talk about, if there's anything that we didn't mention but you thought we should have, let us know on Infinity Games Podcast, that's our Facebook, and Games underscore Podcast, that's our Twitter. Mm, tweets. Nom, 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 nom. Yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to our new segment, Infinity Foods Podcast. <laughs> Welcome to the social eating part of this podcast. Yes. Excuse me while you listen to me chew for 45 minutes straight. Oh dear lord, please don't. <laughs> um, 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 fuck. So we're going to yeah. talk about, we're, talk, we're talking about stuff and things, and things and stuff. Yeah, stuff and things that uh, may or may not be mechanics. Indeed, of, of the workshop variety. Yes, they come from video games. Because, you know, segment time. Yep. Mechanics workshop time. Welcome oh. to uh, Mechanics Workshop. I almost forgot the name of yeah, it. Yeah, that, in case... <laughs> in, yeah, in, we... Yeah. <laughs> the Mechanics Workshop's been on and off. We've been, we haven't been doing it lately because we've had other segments taking up the time. That's okay. This time, yeah, we're talking right. about knockback in video games. Which everybody hates. If you tell me otherwise, you're a liar. It's the fucking devil. Indeed. Particularly in Castlevania. <laughs> you don't know now, what that groaning is if, for. It's for the Medusa heads. It, and literally only the Medusa heads. Everything <laughs> else... Everything else... Okay, fine. You throw an axe at me, it hits me, I fall, whatever, that's fine. A bat, fuck it, you know, eats my ass out from under me. Okay, I fall over, I trip, I get it, but a 
fucking Medusa head. <laughs> They're the devil. God, goddamn sideways S patterns. So what we're talking about right now is, uh, especially in the original 2D Castlevanias, when you get hit by an enemy, you kind of fly back a few uh, feet or pixels or whatever as you recover. And while you're flying back, there is no way to uh, move or control yourself in any way. So with the Medusa heads, often you'll be like on these precarious, like, one block uh floors that you gotta jump to and there's a bunch of holes in between and they'll just knock they'll hit you and they'll knock your ass back into a hole and they're never ending it's like you can kill them all day long but they're just gonna keep on coming it's like and it's an unlimited spawn and their pattern is irregular like it's an s it looks really standard but trying to jump over it is a complete other story because if you if you jump too early, you'll hit them while they're coming down. If you jump too late, you'll hit them while they're coming up. So you got to time that shit so they're at the very bottom. Like, you are you jump sideways, and when you're at the peak of your jump, they need to be right under you, or you're fucked. Yeah. And, like, on the NES games, it's particularly difficult when you can only whip in one direction. And, like, yeah, you Super can duck or you can jump. Four, but, it like, was... Yeah, Super Castlevania 4, you got, like, the dangly, whippy thing. Where you just kind of hold it in front of you and jiggle it around. And or just That's, whip, that... or just, like, hit them as you're jumping over them, or hit them if they're above you, or whatever. Like, you could hit in any of the eight cardinal directions, so it was like, man, fuck you, Medusa heads. Sounds, uh, very dirty. Lol. <laughs> Can't fuck Medusa, man, he turned to stone. Oh, just put a paper bag on your head. Either that or, you know, Ray Ray Charles could have fucked Medusa. He probably did fuck Medusa. Quite possibly. I believe it. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody was like, hey, Ray Charles fucked Medusa one time. True story. I'd be like, respect. (laughs) Threesome with Stevie Wonder. Nice. (laughs) Jeff Healy goes and gives her a reach around or something. Who else is a blind musician? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) That one guy from that one anime. (laughs) Anyways, you got another example of their... Actually, hold on a second. The fucking knockback, because I mentioned this before, in Castlevania Mm -hmm. Symphony of the Night is fucking the worst. Oh, it's terrible. It's... Because it's the same as all the games before, but because the movement and the way you move has changed so much, it feels, I don't know, like you're kind of taking a step back, like it's bad game designed to keep it in. Yeah. It's, um, later in the game, like, because, uh, slight spoiler warning, later in the game you get access to, like, different animal transformations and stuff like that, and you can technically cancel the knockback if you go into one of your like if you get hit and then immediately like transform into a bat or whatever it'll it'll cancel the knockback but i mean it's one of those superficial things it's like it's not necessary unless you're somehow about to fall into a pit but then again i don't think pits pits aren't really the death of you in symphony of the night i don't think there are any insta kill pits because half the time if there's a pit it just means that you'll fall down yeah i can't remember if there's a single like you fall you die so 
I think I remember encountering one, but maybe not. Yeah, but that's kind of what I mean. So, like, to keep the Medusa heads and the knockback and stuff is just kind of like horse shit. Yeah, I don't understand why they bother. It's more annoying than anything. Just, like, give me... Just just put in a you-got-hit animation. Give me some invincibility frames and let me go on my goddamn way. Yeah, let me blink three times and get over it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyways, your example? Um, I was gonna say that there's a, uh... There are examples of knockback being used in good ways. Um, for example, if you watch any speedruns of any kind, um, I definitely advise looking into like the old old Mega Man games on NES, like one, two, three, four, whatever. Uh, I don't have any specific examples. I don't have like the speedruns memorized. I don't have them playing. I don't have them on autoplay in my brain. But there are a lot of examples of them of the speedrunners using the knockback and the invincibility frames to either clip certain jumps. Uh, I've seen them clip through walls a couple of times to trigger glitches and skips and the like. So there there are instances of shitty knockback being, being potentially beneficial if you know how to abuse it. But for the most part, Mega Man plays the exact same as Castlevania. There are a lot of times where you're going to get hit and end up getting pushed into a pit or you'll you know you'll you'll literally bounce into another enemy or you're about to make this tough jump that it's like pixel perfect and you get hit and you fucking fall down and you got to try and make the jump again like it happens and it sucks and it's awful and I hate it yeah and you know I think it's even worse in Mega Man just because of the difficulty of that game to begin with and just mm-hmm. there's way more single block jumps and pits and stuff where that's just you... it's the death of you what what I think we definitely need to mention is Ninja Gaiden too. Ninja Gaiden on the oh, NES is awful. Yeah. It's awful. That was the one I was trying to remember because the nerd did it. Yeah, the nerd has this huge thing about. It. There's one point where we've we've mentioned him in multiple videos because he he is he is a god to us. We we grew up watching him when we were little jukebox hero and little Kelrix king. You know, I was Kelrix prince at the time. That's that's how young I was. But, <laughs> But, um, so, like, we grew up watching the nerd, right? Like, it'd be, you know, every month he would come out with a new video and we'd be on that, like, white on rice or brown on rice, depending what kind of rice you eat. I don't judge. But, um, gun rice? Yes. Personally, I prefer wild rice, rice with, like, the long grains. That shit's fucking awesome. But, <laughs> so. <laughs> The nerd did a Ninja Gaiden video, and it's like they're infamously difficult games. Like they are fucking ruthless. Which I mean, we've talked about the NES and difficulty on the games before. This is nothing new to any of you who've seen multiples of our videos. But the the simple matter of the simple fact is, Ninja Gaiden's a ruthless bitch, and its knockback is so bad. That the nerd jokes about it in his video. He gets about halfway through his video and he's like, wait, what the fuck is that? That's a health bar. I have a health bar? Because literally every time he got hit, he would gravitate into the nearest hole. He'd be facing forward. The hole would be in front of him. He would get hit and fall into the hole in front of him. Instead of getting knocked backwards, he would somehow get shot and then triple flip forward into a hole or something. So... About halfway through the video, he realizes he actually has a fucking health bar. It's hysterical. Yeah. And then there was that one point of a level that he reached where it was like, 
fucking he drew lines across the screen and it's like all of this you can get hit and it never stops because they always respawn are you sure i feel i feel like now you're talking about silver surfer well he did that in silver surfer too but he did it in maybe he didn't draw the lines but there was a point in the ninja gaiden video where it was like oh no you're right flying shit and then like two enemies and one throws it and he's just like this is all the area where you can get fucking hit and i think he had to like glitch to get past it or something yeah there i know which part you're talking about it's one of the later levels and it's literally like there's this dude standing on a platform and he's shooting like fireballs and shit and so if you jump it it needs to be absolutely perfect because there's like bats flying through the air and there's a guy that spawns behind you so you either need to jump and somehow perfectly time your jump so that you're able to a kill the bat as you're flipping and then kill the guy while you're coming down and somehow still land on the platform you need to either have a power up that you can use to kill the guy and then jump and kill said bat and land on the platform or what the nerd did is you have to like if you like just slowly inch off the screen so the dude disappears occasionally like once in a while he'll actually just disappear he'll vanish and he won't respawn because if you kill him with like a shuriken or something and then walk off screen he'll respawn immediately like he doesn't stay dead so like yeah the nerd had to just glitch him out to actually get past that part it's complete bullshit yeah i still fucking love ninja gaiden oh it's so fun it's like (laughs) the best wall jump mechanic in any game ever agreed it's, I don't know. One, I feel I feel like any I feel like NES games helped shape my semi masochistic nature. Yes, and, and it's kind of funny because most of the games we've just mentioned were like NES classics. Because oh, I, yeah, I, I I can't think of amazing. a single 3D game that has knockback. Like I said, I had one in mind. Like I wanted to fucking talk about it, and I literally cannot remember what the f- Christ it was. Uh, oh, it was oh. Destiny. It was <laughs> Destiny. But it's not, it's not, it's it's borderline knockback. That's why I probably forgot about it. Is So there are a bunch of different species of enemies in the game. There's the, there's the Fallen, the Hive, the Vex, and the Cabal are the main four. And then later on, like the Taken and the Siva Fallen get introduced, but I won't bother. So the Cabal are these like really gigantic like turtle type looking motherfuckers right like just huge like covered in armor really tanky looking guys and one of them is called a phalanx and he just has this gigantic shield he's a total pain in the ass either you have to shoot him in the hand so that he flinches so you can shoot him in the face or you just have to like fucking fire a rocket or something or get behind him or something he's annoying so there's this annoying glitch that happens in the game because if you get close up to them they can hit you with their shield which, of course, it'll hurt you and it'll push you backwards a little, you know, like any shield bash in any game should do. So every once in a while, some bullshit will happen and they'll hit you with the shield and you'll literally fly across the map so fucking hard that the impact with the wall kills you. Wow. It's fucked. And like I, in, I know in, nothing of Destiny. <laughs> it's it's a it's a lot of fun. I'm gonna get into that worst. a little. It is because there's. I won't ramble too long, but there's a 
there's a mission you can do like a specialized mission called a nightfall and in year one in original destiny if your whole fire team if all three of you died you got shot back to orbit and you had to start the thing from the very beginning all over again Ugh. so it was fucking hardcore and i can't tell you how many times we me and like buddies got cheesed out of winning because one of those fuckers, like, we'd be running to, like, res each other or whatever, and one of those fuckers would punch us into a wall. That's it happened lame. more than once, and we were fucking livid. Like, it sucks. The challenge is real. The challenge is bullshit. <laughs> yep. So, we're gonna wrap this up, and I'm just gonna give two quick nods to some other NES classics that had knockback. The first oh, is The Legend do. of Zelda. Uh, whenever yeah. you get hit, you kind of bounce back a little bit and flash. And in that game, it it was kind of beneficial because if you could imagine, you run into like an Octorok or some shit. If you didn't bounce back, it would just continue to drain your life until you died. Yeah, yeah. And the second one is Contra. Um, not necessarily a knockback from getting hit, but if you die, it's... you could do a little black backflip and then lay down <laughs> so it's it's the knockback and contra is like an overkill kind of thing because jukebox and i have been playing it before and of course you die a lot like it's a it's inevitable you're gonna die unless you're some kind of speed running god or whatever and you know all the spawns and shit but like you get hit you die and then you do a backflip and like i've backflipped into a hole or off a cliff or something a couple of times and i'm like really Really, I wasn't dead enough already. Like, <laughs> like, thanks, thanks. It what you know what it is. You know what the knockback in Contra is. What's it's that? fucking death. It's fucking death insurance. <laughs> <laughs> like, so that bullet went straight through his his brain. Um, the the entire back of his skull is gone. His brain with it. But we're gonna throw him off this mountain. Just in case. Just in case. Just in case. <laughs> That's almost like in like Breath of the Wild or Skyrim or GTA or anything with ragdoll mm-hmm. physics. You fucking die and then you just tumble down the hill. Oh, I can't and, tell you and how then three much years that later shit you can actually me. resume. That shit made me so mad in Breath of the Wild. Right. So mad. I was like, get the fuck up. Yeah. Especially if, like, you weren't actually dead yet. It would, like, hit you and be like, okay, great, let's stand up, let's kill him. And then five seconds later, he finally stands up and is like, oh, I don't even care anymore. And then you get fucking hit again, or you eat another guardian laser or something. I'm just like, fuck me, okay. (laughs) Yeah, that's bull. Any whore. I think we're done with this. Any whore. So we're going to touch on, we're going to touch very briefly on uh, games we've been playing. It's time for games we've been playing. Um, for Jukebox and I both, I think the, the main thing is Duel Links. Yep. Right? So this what, is the most I've played so what in I'll, like three months. <laughs> yeah, same. So what I'll touch on super quick is um, if you have a PS4 or a PS3, Actually, maybe not a PS3. They might have said, fuck you, last gen. But uh, one of the free games of the month is Killing Floor 2, which is kind of a wave, uh, a mob, a mob zombie wave-based game. Like, if you've ever played Call of Duty Zombies, it's essentially the same thing, but it's an, an entire game based around it. 
and it's a sounds, ton of fun. Yeah, so, sounds like next, serious, Sam. Yeah, next time you come, next time you come over, you can play it for a bit. You'll have a good time. Okay, so, doke. what 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 I what I enjoy about it is it's six man teams. You know, waves of zombies, whatever. And then between every wave, you can take the money you've accumulated and go buy guns and restock your your armor and all of this. Uh, you have a healing pack that continually recharges, so you can hit that a few times uh, every round if you start hurting or whatever. And the fun thing is, there are classes. So there's like there's the berserker, there's the gunslinger, uh, demolitionist, survivalist, support. Uh, etc etc and all of them start out with different guns you can play you can use any gun in the game it doesn't matter if you have the money you can buy any gun in the game but depending on the weapons you use that's the class you'll level up and every five levels you get a new perk for that class so for example I play demolitionist which is like explosives so the very first perk I unlocked, you have two options for every perk, and you can switch between them as you see fit. One is it boosts the damage of my wep- of my uh, demolitionist weapons by 20%, which is significant. And my other one is I reload 25, 20% faster. So I'm like, fuck that, I want reload speed. And then my second perk, I was able to equip it so that if I hit you directly with an explosive weapon, like if I shoot a grenade launcher and I hit a zombie square with it, it'll do an extra 30% damage. And like, so it's, it's awesome because the more you level up your classes, the more OP you get, which is standard. So it has like a slight RPG element. So what's the name of this game? It's free. It's Killing Floor Two. It's it's free. It's on PSN. If you have a PlayStation, go pick it up. Like, bu- it get it. It's free. It's cool. not. It is. It's a lot of fun. I don't know if there's like split screen co op, but like, regardless, next time we chill, next time we chill, me and you will play it for a bit. It's a good time. I can dig it. Yes. Um. So, I have a dual link story. So I'm gonna let Jukebox go first because he 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 insisted that he had a dual link story. So I'll let him go first and see if I can top it. Well, it wasn't a story or anything. I just wanted to talk about the uh, the championships and stuff because fuck the championships, right? Oh God, fuck the championships. But um, my draw luck, or rather my uh, like just my luck in general, got a little bit better for opening packs. And oh, I managed good. to get most of the ultra rares out of chaotic compliance, but at the same Ooh, time, I still ones? have. Uh, I'm only missing like two of them. I don't know which ones they were. One of them was like the, uh, it's a psychic something or other spell card. Oh, that was the first ultra I pulled out of that pack. I was not impressed. <laughs> and uh, I don't remember what the other one was. I think it was a fusion monster though. Master I... of Oz. Maybe. But, like, the one card out I want out of that entire box is the fucking double summon, and I haven't got mm-hmm. either of them. I'm down to, like, 60 packs. <laughs> and you haven't gotten a single one? No. Dude, that's bullshit. I have two. <laughs> Ugh. Fucking everyone but me. Even my girlfriend. I'm like, oh, yeah, there's just this one card I want as she's opening her first 10 packs and she gets it. You know what you do is you and her trade accounts. <laughs> yeah, so I'm pretty much done but, um, with that one. Yeah. And um, then with the, how uh, how far? 
How far did you get in the championships? I'm only at gold one because, I mean, I was playing through and then I got to silver five. And then, like, yep. as soon as I got to silver five, everything just, like, turned to shit. Yeah, because that's... You breeze, you breeze through rookie and bronze and silver, and then as soon as you get to silver five, like gold, gold is like the fucking it's fucking pit fighter. Yeah, it's like goddamn fight club. Because <laughs> I've been to gold five before, but I feel it's probably just because it's the championships. Ships everyone and their dog is out playing this fucking game, so like the competition's oh, way higher. But like after I got to silver five, it just felt like there was nothing I could fucking do. So like. I dropped down to silver three, and then for, like, I don't know, the next, like, 20 battles, like, literally the next 20, I switched between silver three, silver four, silver three, silver four, silver three, silver four, and I was like, my draws are shit, these people got all the cards against me, and then fucking Blast by Tribute has become the bane of my existence. I actually, fun story, no, not fun story, I got hit with that the other day, and it was bullshit because i econed to steal my opponent's monster and they blast by tributed their own monster i was like fuck you that's bullshit (laughs) it's such an op card because obviously you know one of the end goals in a battle is to get out your fucking tribute monster so you can actually defeat the opponents Mm -hmm. whatever they have out there and obviously you're gonna have your shit in attack so it just wipes your fucking field and also inflicts damage to you it's like if they do that, you're pretty much dead no matter what. Yep, pretty much. It's fucked. Yeah. Um and of course I definitely uh, feel I, I went really I went really hard on uh chaotic compliance and uh flame tyrant. So I don't have many of the like the standard cards that you see through platinum and stuff, so like Michizure, um Spear yeah. Karibos, Mirror Walls, shit like that, that literally everyone at that tier has, I don't have any of those. And it really works against me, because I didn't go hard on Neo Impact or Age of Discovery or anything like that. Yeah. I I actually managed to get to Plat 1. Nice. I wanted to know how far my, you got. My fucking god. Yeah. I literally, like, I got to it's the same thing. I got to gold one and it was just hell on fucking earth. You know, I like, I, 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 I got, go ahead. Uh, I just, I haven't battled at all since I got to gold one yet. I still have one more day to try and make some magic. It's cause it's I don't honestly, know what it was today, but I went on like a six win streak. So, cause it's not yeah, like it's my honestly, deck is totally horrible or anything. It's just my God. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's, 200 oh, excuse me it's 200% luck of the draw yeah like no fucking joke like I'll I'll um I'll send you a picture in a second here just on Facebook I'll send you a picture of the deck that I used to get to platinum one and literally like I, I got from gold one to gold three without much issue and then getting to gold four was really fucking difficult for me because I kept running into like I kept running into Mize with Harpy Hunting Ground. I kept running Ugh. into Weevils with their fucking parasites and their burning lands and shit. Um, I kept... There was one time... Oh my fucking god. I was so fucking livid, dude. 
I got to gold five after literally like two and a half hours of straight fucking playing. Right. I fucking got to gold five and I was like, oh my God, if I can just somehow magically win three, I'm done. Like if I get to plat one and guarantee myself a super rare card, I'm done. Like I'm fucking out. Like there's no way I'm even going to try to get to king of games. It's not worth it. I win two in a row. I win two in a row. And then the third duel, I'm like, please, please, a scrub. Give me a fucking scrub. Give me some dumbass running fucking, like, fucking Kaiba with warrior monsters or some dumb shit like that. Please. And I get Taya Burn. Ugh. Ugh. Have you, Ugh. Have you gotten shit on by one of those yet? Yes. <laughs> oh, you believe, you fucking, you bet your ass I was fucking pissed about that. I was like, I saw Taya, I saw her little thing pop up, and I'm like, no, not like <laughs> this, not like this, please. I'm so, just like hoping, I'm just hoping to God that she draws like the worst fucking hand possible. I'm going to pretend no, for I, two seconds that you got beat by Shady Penguin because apparently he got to King of Games using Taya Burn. He did, but that was, he was at like Platinum 3 and he felt bad about it. He felt really bad. He put a video on YouTube apologizing for it. Like I know. I'm still, still gonna yeah, that I'm still gonna pretend that he's the one who beat you, so ha <laughs> I, I wouldn't have even been mad. I would have been like, Shady, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. So what happened after that? Did you have to play much more to get up there again? Uh after that I I lost two more right after that. Ouch. Went back down to four. Yeah, went back down to four, won two, lost three, went back down to gold three, won six in a row. Jesus. Won six in a row, <laughs> and then lost three, went back down to plat four again, and then won three, lost one, won three, and I got to plat one finally. Nice. So which, uh, like, which card did you get? I haven't picked one yet. No? What are you thinking of? Because I'm... I'm waiting until the Yugi event is over, okay. or almost over, because if I can get another Gamma out of him, then I don't need to use my Super Rare on a Gamma, but if I don't I get a Gamma off of him, yeah, but uh, if I don't get Gamma off of him, then I might use it for a Gamma, but I'm honestly thinking I'll probably get Union Attack. Because Union Attack is just like, it's the universal god card to like farm the other legendary duelists and stuff. Where do you get Union Attack from? From Yugi. Oh. It's a super rare drop. Drop. Figures. And I haven't gotten a, yeah, and I haven't gotten a single one. Like, not Yami Yugi, like Yugi Moto, right? Yeah. I don't have one either. So it's like, yeah, me either. The only reason I even have a Gamma is because is because they set it so that if you play 15 duels against him, you get a Gamma. That's the only reason I have one right now. Yeah, I'm working on that right now, because I forgot Yugi was a thing and it ends tomorrow, and I only have eight duels yeah. in on him. Yeah. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. But, uh, it's also weird, because I didn't, I didn't think that I had 15 duels with him. Yeah. Like, I feel like I just, I just got beta for, like, doing seven, and then, like, literally I feel like it was only three duels later that I got Gamma, and I was like, wait, what? But you get beta for winning seven duels, so if you lost some in there, maybe that's why. 
Uh, you're you're not wrong. You're not wrong. That's that's very true. Yeah, I might have been on like my twelfth duel or something by the time I had won seven. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. But uh, but um, which character do you use to get to plat one? Yeah, like which character or, and which uh, whatever the special thing is. <laughs> I'm sending. I'm sending you a picture of the deck I used right now. I used make. I used Mako. Okay. And I built. I built a water deck, and literally me winning was a hundred percent dependent on, on getting Levia Dragon out. Because if I got Levia Dragon out, I pretty much won every time. There was pretty much nothing they could do after that. Uh, what special skill did you use? Mystic Depths, just so everything had extra attack points. Plus, you need Yumi on the field to use Levia Dragon's effect. Cool. Like, there was one duel. This was after I lost, like, three in a row. And I was just so fed up. And I had one duel where I literally started a hand with... I, start, I got, like, the perfect starting hand. So I... And I went second, so they literally set three face downs and put a monster in defense mode, and they had a feel spell on. I think it was, I think it was my. And it, the first thing I do is I summon a monster, use big wave, destroy that monster, special summon Levy Dragon, use its special effect to destroy my Yumi card and everything on their side of the field. Goddamn. And then I just immediately punch her in the butthole for 2,600 points of damage. And she had one card in her hand. She immediately forfeited. God damn. I was like, yas. <laughs> and then I lost two more. I look at this deck that you have there, and I have like three of those cards. Yeah, I got I, I was mostly curious lucky. about your... I just uh... started... Yeah. I just started dumping pat. I just started dumping gems and shit into, into uh, Age of Discovery. And literally like... What happened here? Like, I got I got Levia Dragon like a week after I started playing. Nice. Like, I was like, oh fuck, cool. And then I realized that like new packs were coming out, so I was like, oh, I want to get those instead. So I stopped, and then so I went back to it, and then like so I literally I did like four packs or five packs. Got a got a Sunfish. Did a few more. Got a Yomi ship. I was like. Well, shit, that's all I need, so I re-rolled the pack, and then, like, another ten packs in, I got I got two more. So I was like, fuck yes. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I've got one of the Yomi ships. I like it. Mm-hmm. They're awesome. They're was... really good. Like, the, the perfect starting hand for the Mako deck is pretty much, like, a Yomi ship, any other, any one, any other one of the monsters, and then big wave, small wave, and fucking Levia Dragon, and you're like totally set. Because then you just put Yomi Ship on the field, they summon, destroy it, their monster gets destroyed, and then you just fuck them sideways. Uh, I was mostly just curious about what special skill you were using, because like for the last like month straight, I haven't used any special skills at all. So when I give mm -hmm. my like last hurrah on PvP tonight, um, yeah. I'm probably going to copy my deck over to someone that I actually have skills for. Because, like, even Joey with his LP boost, I mean, I'm sure that'll help yeah, me significantly compared to, like, using literally it, nothing. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's something, right? The best, the best kind of, like, general ones are, of course, Joey if you have life point boost. Um, Taya if you have dual standby, but that's... That's also a double-edged sword because he gives the other guy an extra card in his hand at the start. 
so and it's also a drop skill so if you don't if you aren't lucky and it hasn't dropped from just like leveling Taya up then you're not going to be able to use it or bandit keith because he gets switcheroo at level four and that's a pretty good overall skill yeah wait i have pretty much all of yuki's skills and a fair amount of choice because i pretty much grinded everyone up to level 10 but i have yuki maxed and joey's pretty close or something nice my my highest character is Yugi at 26, and then my my is at 25, and Bandit Keith's at 25, and those are my three highest. So, dude, I think it's time we move on to our main topic. Yeah, we should talk about E3. And I also think we need to make a small promise not to talk so much about Yu-Gi-Oh next time. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry, it's a good game. I know, it's so good. <laughs> Anyways, nostalgia. our main topic but, um, is E3 predictions and E3 wants. Kelrix. Can we do can can we do wants first? Yeah, okay. <laughs> can 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 I do one want first? No. Oh, okay, predictions. No, you can do a want, I don't care, go for it. I want Kingdom Hearts 3 news. That's it. That's all I care about. That's that's one of my wants too. But it's just like, rather I, than just news, I want them to actually have a release date cuz that would just blow everyone's fucking minds. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping for a release date. I highly doubt we'll get a release date. I'd honestly I'd be I'd honestly be happy if it was like give us a year. Like if if it said if it said coming twenty eighteen, I'd be happy. If it said like spring twenty eighteen or something, I'd be happy. If it gives us an actual release date, bring a defibrillator over here. Yeah, pant shit. There's a good chance they could win E three with a release date on that. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Everybody but, be like, Square Enix wins. Everybody go home. <laughs> pretty much. But um. But yeah, that's that's pretty much the only thing that I have like hardcore shits to give about. Um, am I actually expecting it to happen? No, not really. That's I why think it's at a want. best. Exactly. I think at best we'll maybe get another like teaser trailer or maybe a new maybe a slightly new gameplay trailer because a few months ago they did release a couple of screenshots uh showcasing like a new drive form and everything. So I don't really see the point of them having screenshots without filming a gameplay trailer or something or attempting to get a gameplay trailer or something. So I'm hoping for that at the very least. But yeah, I'm not so, I'm not I'm not hanging on and by the seat of my pants. That's one of my wants. Mm-hmm. Just as a general thing. Uh, my actual big want would be a new F-Zero game. That'd be pretty awesome. Because we haven't like had one online, since the Game Boy Advance. Yeah, online F Zero, like on a PS4, that'd be pretty fucking crazy. It would be. Well, fucking Although, P- dude, if, you just—it's Nintendo. You just said PS4. I know, I know, but I can dream. <sighs> Good luck with These that. These are wants. These are wants, jukebox. <laughs> They're goddamn wants. Whatever. Give me more reason to buy a Switch. Yes, please. But yeah, no, on, online F-Zero would be pretty awesome. Yeah. I'd be really excited for that. 
fucking F Zero because oh. we haven't got one, and then Mother Three. Cause that'll happen. <laughs> Actually, I I wouldn't be that surprised. No, if I'm they finally sure... decided to put it on virtual console, like translate it and put it on virtual console, I wouldn't be surprised either. Because I'm pretty sure they uh they got a new trademark out on that. It might have been something else, but I'm pretty sure they got a new trademark on Mother Three, and because they released Earthbound Beginnings, which was the NES one, and then mm-hmm. actually Earthbound on the virtual console like a year or two ago or whatever. I mean. It's just one more step to get like that. Because oh, it wasn't Mother yeah. Three; it was Eternal Darkness. That's what they renewed the Ew. trademark on. Ew. Hey, I remember you mentioning that. Gross. What's gross? I Eternal Darkness. I don't horror. <laughs> oh, I fucking want that. <laughs> but um, I was gonna say because just like it's still cool to want Mother Three. Honestly, I think they're stupid for not just. Jumping through the hoops to get it translated. Well, see, I mean, they're fa- they're fan translations. Yeah, and they pay said somebody they for can a fan translation. It. No, dude, there's already a really good fan translation, and they said if Nintendo wants, they'll give it to them. Well, fuck, there you go. <laughs> yeah, Nintendo's I also feel dumb. that Nintendo's Honestly, stubborn I've, enough I've that like. With, I've... I feel they're stubborn enough that if, like, they actually wanted to translate the game and release it, they'd make their own translation rather than taking some third-party, technically illegal translation. Oh, probably. I don't know. Like, thanks for wasting time. Please give us the game. Because the thing is, like, I just, I just, I don't understand Nintendo from, like, a profit standpoint. For example, they could have made a shit ton. We talked about this last episode, or the episode before, I think. And it was, pretty sure it was last episode, because we were talking about the NES Classic. Yeah. But, like, they we we deducted, like, we hardballed that they probably could have made anywhere from 50 to 100 million extra dollars if they just made a few more of them. Yeah. And it, it was the same with Amiibos. If they had just made Amiibos more, Amiibos more readily available, and they just, you know... By all means, keep some of them exclusive. Keep Rosalina as a Target exclusive. Keep Shulk as a GameStop exclusive. Like, do that. That's fine. But just give us a little more, a few more of them, you know? And immediately they're making a shit ton more money because there's more of them being bought. And then it'd be the same with if they got Mother 3. They put that on the eShop for 10 to $15. People are going to lose their goddamn minds. Yeah, even if it's people just like a sh- small faction of people, I can't imagine whatever small-ass team they have to use to get this game on the virtual console would cost enough that it would be prohibiting. Exactly. They like No matter what, they're probably going to make a boatload of fucking cash. They're just too they're just too stubborn and lazy to actually go through with it. And you'd think they would have given in by now. How many how many interviews can you find with Reggie via me that I I guarantee you could every fucking interview he's ever done, he's probably been asked about Mother 3. When are we getting it? Oh, there, you know, you know. We there it's we haven't talked about it. We have no plans as of yet. Blah blah blah. Like fuck off. Give us Mother 3. Yeah, there's <laughs> literally just the one where someone asked him and he's just like, "Oh, we're listening. Don't worry." And that was like six yeah, years ago like, or something. Yeah, but it's I what, can't I can't imagine it's a rare question for him. 
what actually worries me a little bit is because we knew that there was supposed to be GameCube on the virtual console. They just hadn't released it yet. But I think mm-hmm. Nintendo might be getting a little privy to like how much their HD remasters make them. Like boatloads of yeah. fucking cash. So it might they might rethink that and be like let's just release this HD Master Edition or whatever instead of a $10 virtual console version. Yeah. So we may not actually get that. What I think would be really, really cool, like they they would never do it, but I think it would be really cool if they did the entire Earthbound trilogy or the Mother trilogy and threw it on a Switch game. Uh, it'd be so great. I'd buy it. I don't even have a Switch. I don't have money. Oh, yeah, I'd buy be- it. You'd be balls deep. You'd be at you'd be at the corner of the street on fucking uh, in the north city there. You'd be like, I need some dude would pull over just out of curiosity. Be like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? I I need money for Earthbound trilogy. He'd be like, me too, man, me too. And then you just have a buddy on the corner with you. Yeah. No, I will fucking shit money to get it. I will, I will find will myself a way to, poop to money. shit gold so I can buy that game. <laughs> Yeah, no kidding. But uh are there are there any more like hardcore like wants that you want for E3? Um none that I can really think of. See, it's a weird thing cuz for like the past 3 E3s, I couldn't give a single shit about what Microsoft or Sony was doing. Yeah. It's just like always been Nintendo cuz Nintendo's the only company I see actually doing stuff worth giving a fuck about. Yeah. Because, like, the other ones, it's like, oh, yay, here's this game, here's that game, whatever. Half the time, they're third party. But Nintendo's like, oh, here's this actual exciting thing, not just a game. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a couple of other wants that I have that also tie into my predictions. Because I really want more news on God of War 4. And I'm also... I want news on God of War 4. I want, like, a release date for God of War 4. I think it'd be awesome if they had, like, gameplay for God of War 4. That'd be um, decent. And that also that also falls into my predictions, because they revealed it last year at E3. Right? Fuck. So, to me, it's, to me, it stands to reason that if they revealed it last year and they had a very small uh, amount of... Like, they had a very small gameplay portion... Right. It it makes sense to me that they should have a a full gameplay demo at E3 this year, probably a, another trailer that explains a little more of the story and also a a confirmed release date. I I see that as a very 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 good possibility. Yeah, I could see that happening too. Especially since it's and been then like my a other year of yeah, development. Sorry, go ahead. Um, I want, I also want more Final Fantasy VII remake news. Um, See, I'm again, almost that positive we're going to get that, so I didn't make it a want. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, that, the thing is, with, because right now Square Enix is fighting, they're fighting with Kingdom Hearts 3 and Final Fantasy VII remake, like, those are their two, those are their two big things right now. Yeah. So, in 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 my head, I can't help but feel like if, if they give us Kingdom Hearts 3 news, we're probably not going to get any Final Fantasy 7 news and vice versa. Like, it'll be one or the other. You know, I feel like they're large enough that they could make those two. Like, at least Final Fantasy 15 is out of the way, so that's just one less thing to worry about. 
Exactly. But, like those are their two big games that they're working on right now, but that doesn't mean they're not working on other things like Project Octopath and whatnot. Exactly. Probably so another it's, Bravely it's, it's, game. Probably. I would not be mad about that. I loved Bravely Default. I loved the second yeah. one too. But anyway. And then my last my last like want for E3 is uh I want more Destiny 2 news. Oh, you're going to just get got it. the Oh yeah. Well, I, it's well the thing is I want I want news I haven't seen yet, but I also don't want Destiny 2 news because I don't want like I I already know it fall again these all fall into prediction as well. I already know that we're getting a release date for the beta which I'm excited for because I already have my beta codes. Nice. But, so uh like I want Destiny 2 news, but it's it, I'm torn because I want Destiny 2 news, but I also I don't want Destiny 2 news because I'm afraid that if they release too much of it, then it's going to take away from the main game because that's what that's what a lot of people had an issue with in the first one is in Destiny 1 Vanilla, it's like you had four planets. You had Earth, you had the moon, planets, quote, unquote, don't crucify <laughs> me. But um, okay. you had celestial Earth, bodies. the moon, <laughs> celestial bodies, yes, thank you. The uh, Earth, the moon, Venus, and Mars. And that was it. So when they released the beta for Destiny 1, of course, everybody lost their minds. Everybody thought it was fucking amazing. But the problem that they did was you could play through, to my knowledge, I didn't play it, um, you could play through the majority of Earth and the first mission on the moon. So immediately you're getting slightly more than a quarter of the entire game in just the beta. That's too much. Yeah, I, I agree. And it really siphoned. That's why a lot of people, they got Destiny, they loved it, it got crazy reviews, and then like a month went by and everybody was like, oh, there's nothing to do. And I'm like, well, it's not that there's nothing to do, it's that you you already did a quarter of it two months ago. Right. You know? So. And it's just like, oh, wait, um, oh, wait, DLC, DLC. And I know from what you say, their DLC is fucking amazing, but, like, to have to, you know, carry people over to that DLC, there needs to be more content in the initial game. Agreed. And you can't and release too yeah, much of it in a demo. Um, yeah, a lot of people burn Destiny at the stake for how they did their DLC, and I agree to an extent because we got vanilla Destiny, and it was good. It was. Don't like people bitch and moan, but long end of the end. What is the what is the the, the end of the day? What? Yeah, that whatever. But um, <laughs> oh oh, I got it. At the end of the day, Destiny One was still a good game, and then you paid twenty five dollars for a season pass. Which is, you know, it's not... That's standard. It's better than Star Wars Battlefront's $80 season pass. No kidding. I mean, that's, that, that's one thing... I'll touch on this very quickly. That's one thing I've never understood about the gaming community. Is you'll burn one game at the stake. You'll burn a good game at the stake. For witchcraft and shit. For, you know... Uh, a, a, a good game with average DLC at a fair at an okay price but then there are people who are still praising the the new Star Wars Battlefront like it's the greatest thing ever when it's a trash fucking game with absolutely nothing to do after you've played it for 2 hours and 
the season pass is the same price as the fucking game and it and it doesn't help like the DLC doesn't help it it didn't make the game any better it was like oh here's your $20 DLC packet you have two more heroes that you'll get to play with you know once every three matches and you get one more map like whoopity fucking do but there are people where it's like, oh, Battlefront's amazing. Battlefront's the best. And oh, Destiny sucks. And I'm like, do you fucking hear yourself? But anyway. Fuck so, people. So what Destiny did is, you know, they gave us too much in the beta. And then the vanilla was, it was good, but it was still lackluster for the people who had been, like, following Destiny since Bungie started, like, talking about it. And then the first DLC drop that we got was absolute trash outside of the new raid. Um which is still, like, not one of the better raids. It's good for nostalgia, but it's as far as it plays, it's not awesome. And then the second DLC thing dropped four months later, or whatever, which I thought was really good. I had a lot of fun with it, but a lot of people were just super pissed off that there wasn't another raid. And I'm like, in their defense, the main, like, bad guy of this DLC is harder than any of the fucking raids. But... Right. I digress. And then the Taken King comes out for $40 DLC. Everybody's like, oh my god, it's so fucking expensive. And I'm like, alright, but you need to break this the fuck down. We're getting a brand new quote-unquote planet area to explore. We're getting another raid. We're getting a new type of enemy. We're getting like four new strikes. We're getting a bunch more DLC maps. The entire weapon system gets overhauled. Oh, and the big Mama Jamma. All of our classes get a brand new subclass. Like, that sounds worth $40 of DLC to me. Yeah. So, and then the same thing happened when when Rise of Iron came out. Everybody was like, oh my god, it's so fucking expensive. And I'm like, oh my fuck, again, we're getting an entire brand new area to explore. We're getting a bunch more strikes. We're getting a shit fucking ton of brand new weapons and armor and shit. And it's like, granted, yeah, we didn't get, like, another new subclass like we did in The Taken King, but whoop de fucking do Like, it's just, I'm so tired of people bitching. <laughs> so, I'm just really excited for Destiny 2 to have a really cool, a really awesome beta that gives you just enough to, like, really whet your appetite and enough to, like, just play the shit out of whatever strike they allow you to play and whatever missions they allow you to play and all the crucible and whatever crucible they allow you to play. I'm ready to just play the absolute piss out of it just to fucking salivate for when I get destiny to get to play it for a day and then immediately fuck off for a weekend to my girlfriend's sister's wedding. (laughs) Oh, but anyway, so that's my done sucking destiny stick. I'm done. Yeah. (laughs) Did you Whoa. did you swallow? I did. Good. So onwards to expectations. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, okay, so E three just did their shit today, which weirded me out a little bit because I thought E three was the thirteenth to the fifteenth, but apparently they started today and they're doing conferences like one a day or something until the thirteenth, and then it's mostly like gameplay type shit. Yeah, but, what it is is because I know I know EA EA did theirs today. I'm not sure how exactly it works. Well, I, I'm pretty sure tomorrow is Microsoft, and then the day after is Sony, and then the 13th is Nintendo. I know for sure. Whatever, I'm hyped nonetheless. Yeah, but uh, I didn't watch the E3 one, but I'm gonna give you a quick summary of what I expect of it. <clears throat> 
Sports, 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 sports. We bring you this quick announcement. Battlefront. Battlefield. Sports, sports, sports. Hold the phone. FIFA. Look at those balls. Look at the texture. Look how great they look. Big round balls. Guys kicking balls. Balls, balls, balls. Look how great they look. You can even see the peanut man in the stands. He has a great sack of nuts. Sports, sports, sports. DLC. Okay, so so real quick, pause pause the actual video that you have playing there. I thought you were giving us I thought you were giving us like your quick rundown. I didn't think you were just gonna play the fucking thing for us. Nope, that was the entire presentation. Genius. Yep. <laughs> Go look it up. I swear so, that, was, all in that all, was the conference. Right there. All in all, yeah, sports, FIFA, Star Wars Battlefront 2, which, admittedly, I'm a little bit excited for. Because I, I, I think that what, what they did is, because they, they made the original Battlefront, it was good. They made the original Battlefront 2, it was fucking amazing. They made the new Battlefront, and 90% of the people that bought it want to find the people who did it and murder them in cold blood while their families watch. So, I feel like they maybe learned, and they were like, okay, hey, we fucked up hard, we have to do Battlefront 2 the right fucking way. So, I'm excited to see more of Battlefront 2. Will I ever buy it? Highly doubtful. But I'm excited to see more about it and see if it's potentially going to live up to what the original ones were. Um, I hope so, Sports. but it's also E3. <laughs> <laughs> or, sorry, EA. Yeah. EA. <laughs> EA. But, um, it's in the DLC. Pretty much. What's yeah. in the DLC? The uh, game. Uh yeah yeah, <laughs> what what what's what's on the game disc then? Uh, the pictures of the, the owner's dog. The well that that and uh and and the tutorial. Yeah, <laughs> the tutorial is also super buggy. Yeah, but um, <laughs> yeah I don't know. As far as other as far as like actual predictions, I I honestly don't really have much like of course like i'm i i'm predicting there will be god of war news i'm predicting there will hopefully be king hearts 3 news um destiny news i already know is gonna happen because it was announced that they would be talking about it ed3 um what was the other one i mentioned i remember what? whatever i was trying to remember I, I know i mentioned something else in my like wants and predictions, Final but Fantasy? I can't fucking remember now. Yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> See, I don't know what to expect out of Microsoft because they've completely dropped off my radar. Yeah, I, I have they no. Talk about I, the I have no fucks. I have zero fucks to give about Microsoft. Yeah. Uh, Sony, I think they're going to, uh, kind of like surprisingly blow our minds with something we never thought of. Probably. Or they're just going to give us updates on, like, fucking everything. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, I'm willing to bet they'll talk about the new uh, Crash Bandicoot trilogy thing that they're doing. Oh, definitely. They're, they'll probably make that, like, the focus point, because it's Naughty Dog. Naughty Dog is their jam. Probably. Yeah, Naughty Dog rules the Sony world, pretty much. But yeah, I think Sony's going to make one 
mind-blowing announcement, and I think Nintendo's also going to make one. But I don't think the Nintendo one's going to be, like, a good surprise. Because, no. like, we're getting okay. more... We're expecting more out of Mario Odyssey because they got to show that off so you're ready for the the uh, uh, holiday season and whatnot. And then they got that stupid Rabbids Mario game, whatever, that everyone's like, what the fuck is this? But I think they're going to show... I was hoping that was a joke. It, I don't think it is. I don't know. Nope. But um, I think they're going to make an announcement for something that's going to come in 2018 because we've kind of reached that point where they can start announcing things a year later from now. And all we've known for the mm-hmm. Switch is stuff between like March 3rd and the end of December. So they're going to announce something for next year and it's going to be mind-blowing, but I have a feeling it's not going to be a good mind-blowing. I don't know why. It's just yeah. a feeling. Yeah, I like. Yeah, I don't know. With the exception of Nintendo, this is kind of the E3 to come out mid-generation, so there's not going to be a lot of great, huge things coming out, really. It's just going to be a continuation of games that are coming out, announcements of stuff that uh, isn't kind of there to really sell the system. You know what I mean? Yeah. One, oh, and one I, know, thing... I know there's going to be Nino Kuni 2, which I'm excited for. I hope they still worked with Ghibli yeah. on that. I'm I'm also excited to see something about uh, something about Xenoblade Chronicles 2. And also, I read something the other day that absolutely killed my hype for one of the Switch games that's coming out. What's that? Fire Emblem Warriors. Oh. I literally oh, don't right. care anymore. Why? Because... It hurts to say there are only the only characters in that game that will be playable are from Awakening, Fates, and Echoes. Is that like for sure, hundred percent? Like it confirmed? Was confirmed. I read it. Yeah, I read it the other day. Ugh, that was like our number and one. I just, don't so, fucking do this thing. Yeah, so I literally just do not fucking care anymore. If I can't, pl- if. I'm just so tired of it. Like, yes, Awakening and Fates are the ones that, like, Awakening specifically is the one that, like, really blew up in the West. Yeah. Like, I understand that. Like, hype Awakening up. Like, that's your baby, right? It's like, congrats, you got your fan base back. But remember the guys who were the first in your fan base. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Scratch that. I'm wrong. It's characters from Shadow Dragon, Awakening, and Fates. In, as well as a few original characters. But still, I'm pissed. Like, obviously, they're going to have Marth in there. Marth is the staple for Fire Emblem. He's the fucking hero king. Like, I get it. But I'm just, like, I'm just so fed up. Like, fucking show some goddamn love to the main uh, to to the main game that first came to the West. Like, give, give me some, some love Lynn, to Lynn and baby. Hector and Ellawood. Yeah, I need <laughs> Lynn. I need Lynn in my goddamn game. You know what's going to happen is they're all going to be DLC, just like with the Zelda uh, Hyrule Warriors. Yeah, 100%. And I, it's like, I'm not doing it. And if they do it I'm like Hyrule Warriors, just... they're going to get some really obscure shit, and you're going to be like, wait, what? That guy? Right. Like, and ooh, I always wanted like, to play fuck? Agatha. Like, f- fuck you. <sighs> like, I, I feel I just, sorry yeah, for I don't you, know. bro. So, <laughs> 
Yeah, so I just I do not fucking care about Fire Emblem Warriors anymore. I just don't. Yeah. I don't even care if it's like I don't even care if they like if they show off like a really really awesome gameplay trailer at E3 and they announce like that their very first DLC package is going to be from the first Fire Emblem and it'll have Lynn Ellawood and Hector like I don't care. I'm not I'm not doing it. I'm not buying it. Yeah. You know it'd be pretty great. What? If they stopped making Warriors games and started making like console like consoleized versions of these games. Well, that's just it. Like like we need a main go- series Fire Emblem on the Switch. Yeah. And f- and for anybody listening who's like, "Oh no, Fire Emblem games need to be handheld." Let me direct your t- your ignorant attention to Path of Radiance, which was a goddamn wonderful masterpiece, and Radiant Dawn, which is one of my top 10 games of all fucking time. And every Japanese game that we didn't get that was on a console. <laughs> exactly. I mean... So, yeah, I don't... This, I, we, we just... We kind of like, even look at like Tokyo Mirage. That would have, you know, a consoleized version each generation, because once they started coming to the West, it was GameCube, and GameCube got one, and then the Wii got one. Yep. And probably the only reason the Wii U didn't get far enough to get one is because it didn't sell well enough for them to justify it because they were making the Switch, which they knew was going to be a much bigger success. And still, the the Wii U did get Tokyo Mirage Sessions, which, not a Fire Emblem game, but it had enough... it, it, It still had enough elements and it had, like, the weapon triangles and all that good shit to... for me to consider it as, like a Wii U console Fire Emblem game. It counts. It's close enough. Yeah, close enough. You know, I just remembered something. (laughs) What? Uh, They're making... I'm pretty sure they're making Smash Bros. a a, uh, port for the Switch. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised. So, the more I keep remembering these other games, the more I think there's not actually going to be a big announcement from Nintendo. (laughs) I think we need to... Because I know we got to... I know we got to wrap this up in a little bit here, but I want to quickly touch on Pokemon Direct that just happened last week. We need to quickly touch on that because it broke so many fanboys' hearts, and I am a god of predictions. Yes. (laughs) Because I told Jukebox, because we were talking on the phone, and I was like, oh, by the way, there's Pokemon Direct tomorrow. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, it should be good. What do you think is going to happen? And I said, I was like, well, we both know that everybody and their mother wants either Sinnoh remakes or Pokemon Stars, but we both know that's probably not going to happen. Right. So I said, I said to joke, joke box, boom, new name. No, <laughs> um, I'm just a huge. Joke. I said, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he is. In fact, no, damn he's, it, he's a cool guy. I love him. He's my he's my bestie. But um, Besties I said to joke box and. And I quote, give or take a few words, because I don't have an idaic memory. I said, I feel like we're getting a Pokemon tournament uh, port. That is probably going to be the main focus of Pokemon Direct. And then we're probably going to get like a little 30 second snippet at the end of Pokemon Direct about whatever new game it is. Yeah. And I, and I and I said, I was like, I don't know what it is, but I doubt it's going to be Pokemon Stars. I highly doubt it'll be Sinnoh Remakes. It's probably going to be some shitty fucking spinoff game. 
So, and I mean, I was half right. <laughs> Pokemon, Pokemon, Pokemon Tournament DX. Uh, whatever. I don't really care, but it makes me a little sad and scared for how many Wii U remakes the uh, the Switch is gonna get. Cause yeah, like, I'm also pretty pretty uh, worried about it. I feel like it's gonna get really overloaded with remakes. So. From a collector standpoint, it's going to devalue anything I get for the Wii U. I mean, fucking yep. whatever. But if they just keep taking... Because the Wii U had such amazing, great first-party Nintendo games. If they just keep yep. taking those and remaking them, it's going to kind of, you know, stop them from making new stuff. Even if it's from, like, the same franchises they've been using forever, any resources used on porting a game is not used on making a new one. And we've reached a point where this is, like, what, the fourth uh, Wii U game that's going to be coming on the Switch or something? Yeah, something like that. I I could find an actual list, but I'll save that for maybe we'll talk about that a little next episode. Yeah. But, and uh, then... Yeah, I don't know. Ultra so Sun I d- and Moon? I just... Uh, it's Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Yeah. I don't care. And it's, like, it's- black and white, too. It's like the same shit, different pile, and I couldn't give a fuck about Sun and Moon anymore. Like, those games I'm gonna just buy weren't it. good enough for me. I know you I'm are. I'm gonna buy it. But, Maybe you know, because... I can bet you those are gonna be, like, the first two Pokemons you trade in out of, like, the Pokemon games you have left. <laughs> I mean, I don't trade Pokemon games. But you did. Did I? When? I'm pretty sure you did. I'm pretty sure I didn't. Maybe like my GameCube, maybe my Game Boy ones way, 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 way back when. What about Diamond and Pearl? I still got them both. Really? Actually, not Pearl because my my copy of Pearl got stolen. Oh. But I still have I still have the case, and I also have I believe I have the case with my brother's copy of Diamond in it. That might be what and I'm I also, thinking I, of. Because I could have swore yeah, that I, you. Uh, traded in pokemon games like if you had black and white or something you got rid of one of them mm, i might be maybe, thinking of someone I'm else sure I don't. i'm pretty <laughs> i'm pretty sure i still have black i'm pretty sure i still have uh pokemon white and pokemon black too i'm pretty sure i still have them both oh check shit later. i'll send you a message no but... i'm thinking of someone else never mind oh gotcha. i remembered who i was but, thinking um, of I I, I want to just point something out, out here real quick for anybody who's listening who maybe isn't like a super hardcore fucking Pokemon nerd like I am. Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon is literally black to white too. Like I know Jukebox just said that, but I'm going to explain to you just how much of a fucking parallel it is. In Sun and Moon, at one point you'll bump into this guy named Colrus. He popped up originally in black and white and he was a very, very, very minor character. And he was looking into a certain, uh, he was looking into Kurem, who was the legendary, he was, he, who was the third legendary dragon. He was the dragon ice type, right? As the parallel to Zekrom and Reshiram. So he was looking into them. So you meet him in Sun and Moon and he's like, oh, I'm just here studying blah, blah, blah. I don't remember his actual words, but he's like, I'm just here looking into whatever, whatever. And I think I'm going to stick around for a while. Boom, foreshadowing. And then in Black 2, White 2. He pops up, and he's, like, the main fucking antagonist all of a sudden. And so you get later into the game, and he found out a way to fuse Kyurem with either Zekrom or Reshiram. So then you got Kyurem White or Kyurem Black. 
and that's the same fucking thing that's just happened in the Sun and Moon trailer. You see, like, it, it's gonna be like Ultra Soul Galeo and Ultra fucking Lunala or whatever, but it's literally, you, kek, you can catch Necrozma in Sun and Moon. I caught him. He's not great. He's a pretty trash legendary, actually. Lame. But, so it's it's literally the same thing. Colrus is gonna be fucking head honcho in Sun and Moon all of a sudden, or Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, probably. And he's gonna look into, oh, Necrozma's the fucking link between the hyperspace dimension and all this other bullshit and whatever. And then at the very end of the game, he's gonna fuse with fucking Solgaleo and Lunala. You're gonna have to take him out and blah, blah, blah. Bob's your uncle. You know, I it's can't even say this fucking, is surprising. Like, it's, it, it's a 100% straight-up story ripoff. Like, I'm actually dis super disappointed in Game Freak for this. I mean, because at least Black is built off of, like, doing the same thing over and over. So I'm not surprised at all. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, neither am I. But it's it's just me, it's really it's really degrading for them cuz it's like when they originally did Black 2 White 2, it was a super cool idea. It was the very first time that a Pokémon game got a direct sequel. Right. Like a direct sequel. So everybody thought it was awesome. Right, whereas now, it's like, I guarantee because of how, how hard Sun and Moon got ragged on for not having gyms, and like, you know, the other stuff that it did that was kind of fucking annoying, I guarantee Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon is going to come out, and because a Pokemon League was established in the, in Sun and Moon, there's probably going to be gyms in Sun and Moon too to match the Pokemon League, etc, etc. It's probably going to be all the same trial leaders that are now just gym leaders, and like you know, so I don't care. I'll buy it because if there's gyms, good. Then the good part of Pokemon is back. But like, I'm I'm just really disappointed with how they were like, hmm. What should we do? Should we do like a, th a like a third game like they've literally been wanting for the last four fucking generations, or should we just you know do something different? And then some idiot at the table's like, let's do black two, white two, and somebody's like, that's awesome. Print it. Yeah, yeah. I'm not looking but forward whatever. to it. We'll, we'll let them uh, raise my expectations at E3, because I'm sure they're going to have, like, that'll be a significant part of their uh, presentation or something. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, like I said, like, I'll I'll buy it. I'll buy it. I'll play it. I'll probably have an, I'll probably have a semi-okay time with it, and then I'll tell Jukebox about it, and I'll tell all of you guys about it in November for episode fucking 30 or whatever it is at that point. 41. 41 <laughs> because because we're saving 42 for something special can we take yeah. a moment to laugh at all the people who are butthurt that they're not getting fourth gen remakes yeah that i don't know would i be okay with fourth gen remakes yeah sure why not fourth gen was good but at the same time, I, I kind of wish the Pokemon would either... Uh, it's like, as much as I love the po Pokemon and I love the Pokemon universe and everything, in my opinion, they need to do one of two things. They either need to let the franchise fucking die or they need to just move on with further generations. Like, they need to quit all this spin-off shit. They need to quit going back to the rehashed ideas. And it's like, will they ever stop? God, no. It's business. They're never going to give away their golden goose, right? Right. 
they're never going to be like, hmm, we could do Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon and make fucking $30 million, or we could do Gen 8 and maybe make $20 million. What should we do? Like, gee, I wonder, would you want $10 million extra dollars in your pocket? Because I fucking would. You know, I, I only want so, at the moment to laugh because so many people are butthurt because they were expecting something that was never yep. even hinted at or promised or anything. Like, there was literally no reason Think? to expect it. It was just speculation. No. It's, you, you, you know how it is. Like, I love all the memes that you see about Pokemon, especially how it's like, how it's like, oh, my fucking starter started, uh, my starter in Sun and Moon started with Tackle, which is a physical move, and bubble, and Water Gun, which is a special move. Special, physical special split happened in Gen 4. Gen 4 remakes confirmed, and I'm just like, are you fucking I'm not going to lie. You're f- oh, no, I'm serious. That shit happens all the time. Ugh. All the time. <laughs> So stupid. It's funny though. Like people, people, people don't do it to be serious. There's, there are some people who will actually like go digging and they'll find like actual like subtext in the game. Like they'll find like some like really fucking obscure character hidden in the middle of buttfuck nowhere that like mentions or talks about something that is like directly relatable to Diamond and Pearl or something like that or something. It's like, of oh, that I nature. heard there's a Pokemon that controls time. Let's battle. Well, and a little like, more vague and out of the way than that. Yeah, pretty much. But it's like there are people who actually go digging for like actual like potential Easter eggs and teasers to like for an, for Game Freak to be like, haha, if you found this, like you might be onto something just saying wink, wink, nudge, nudge. But for the most part, every single gen, everybody's like, I want this. And then all of, all of the Internet trolls will go to fucking work and they'll find just like the stupidest, most random shit. And they'll be like, Gen 4 confirmed, blah, 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 blah. So like, I know stupid. It's fucking hilarious though, because I know for Al- Alpha Sapphire and Omega Ruby, there were a lot of people that were playing X and Y. Okay. And they'd get to a part they get to a part where there was like a good amount of like water or whatever. And they'd be like, Oh my god, so much surfing, Gen 3 confirmed or whatever. <laughs> so <laughs> like, stupid. Right? Like, it's it's fucking hilarious, though. They're honestly really funny. I love seeing that shit on, like, Instagram and stuff. For Oras, I really liked all the memes about, like, horns. Because the music in Gen 3 was full of horns, and it's like, the day before it announced, and there's just a dude chilling, and then it's the next day, and he's fucking on a trumpet blowing out his eye. <laughs> me, 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 me. But, um... But anyway, yeah. Yeah. We're excited for E3. We'll talk to you guys about that next Sunday because at that point Fuck. E3 will be done and we can literally just fucking hype and hype train the entire way through our episode next week. Yes. The nerd yes. boners will be real. Are we good? Yeah, you think so? Is there anything else you want to touch on, mention or anything or should we close it out? No, I think that's it, man. Because I've been off okay, the radar okay. on this E3. <laughs> Oh, me too. I just, I don't know. E3 when we were 15 was a really big deal because back then it was this magical, wonderful world where all this stuff got announced. Whereas these days it's like, oh shit, tickets are available to the public. Bro, we should go one year. Like, Yeah, no, fucking the reason it it was so special in 2012 is because they were announcing consoles. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. But, um... But actually, it'll be fine. Once once this podcast gets super famous and everything, we'll get tickets to E3, and it'll be fucking awesome. 
Speaking of internet fame, please subscribe to us on YouTube, Google Play, or iTunes. Or, if you want, you can go to our website, infinitygamespodcast.blogspot.com, and subscribe to our RSS feed directly if you're into that. Yeah. Yeah. This has been Infinity Games Podcast, episode Snake Eyes. <laughs> no? Yeah. No? Yeah, yes? that works. Yes? yes? Yay! Episode Snake Eyes. I'm Calrix King. I'm Dreambox Hero. Oh, God! Struggles with words. I'm Juicebox. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see you guys next episode. Catch you later. Bye.